Hey, what's up, man? Women, guys, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to More Than a Podcast. Uh, kind of a return to form. Happy to be back. Uh, yeah, man. Um, just going to jump right into everything. So, first and foremost, I definitely want to, you know, make a make a formal address because uh, it's it's necessary. Um, you know, when I, like I was sitting here planning this whole comeback and, you know, trying to see how or when I was going to come back, what was I going to talk about? Should I wait till a certain game comes out? Cause you know, if you listen to the show before, you know, it's all about pop culture and games over here, but you know, there's been so much wrong going on in the world lately that. I think the most important thing is to address that and then focus on getting back to normal. So the first thing I'm going to address is George Floyd's murder. And I think that like everybody else, you know, I understand that this is one of the most senseless acts of murder and display of cowardice by, you know, a group of police officers. It was completely unnecessary. You know, it always it it always rubs me the wrong way when when I um look at forms of police brutality when you know they either have someone already cuffed or it's five against one or they have guns trained on someone who is clearly unarmed. You know, like things like that really just shake my faith in the system that is, you know, set up to protect us. But at the same time, I I really do practice faith and try to understand that not every human being is like that. But at the end of the day, I don't want to draw the attention away from you know, again, the man who was murdered on the street while cuffed and a knee on his neck. Whose last words were, I can't breathe. I mean, it, it's such a terrible thing. And I I mean, I've thought about it for many days and I, you know, it's it's I can never come up with anything rational to why things like this continue to happen in our society it's just wrong it's just really wrong it's not okay you know and I I really hope I really hope that this does foster change you know, that that man didn't <clears throat> he didn't need to die to to make change possible. Change was always possible. You know, but the one thing that I think that we as as people have to stop doing is we have to stop only caring about ourselves. Like, yes, at the end of the day, our our instinct is to is for self-preservation. And that's all good and dandy. But we got to learn how to take care of each other. 
You guys know it. If you listen to my show, I preach it. Take care of yourselves and each other. You know, as corny as it might sound, it's the truth that we have to live. Because, you know, and I, I don't even, I'm not even going to get into the whole thought process of what, what, it, what it would be like if all the black people were killed in the world or, you know, like, no, no, because it's not going to happen. But what is happening is we're, we're asking for change. And we're responsible for the type of change that comes and what we do when that change arrives. We all have to hold ourselves accountable and to a higher standard. And we have to all be on that higher standard together equally. You know, it's not about white versus black versus brown versus anybody else. It's not. It should be all of us together. Now, that's something like, honestly, I, I've, I've always had an inclusive nature uh, in my heart. But it's always been discouraging, again, to watch as an African-American to watch a lot of the senseless things that happen, you know, to my people. But I think that. You know, I think that in some way we are going in a in a in a positive direction. I hope we are. I pray we are, you know, <clears throat> because I mean, it's dude, we we just we have to be better people. Like this makes no sense. It makes no sense for people to walk around and believe that they are of a better ilk than the person walking next to them. It makes no sense. Like I, I don't I couldn't fathom. A thought of saying I am better than that white guy over there or that Hispanic guy over there or that Asian girl over there or, you know, that, you know, Middle Eastern guy like, no. We have to stop stereotyping each other. We got to stop, <clears throat> you know, brutalizing each other. We have to start understanding each other. You know, I was actually um, I can't recall the girl who said it. And I know one of you is going to kill me. Um, but, you know, there was a young lady who uh, was uh, speaking. And one thing that she said was just so brutally honest. It was like, you know, if you you know, if you have black friends, you know, you like black music and, you, you know, like, you know, you have all these different caveats that have to do with a different culture. Then you have to understand that this is your fight, too. I couldn't agree. any. I couldn't agree more. But I, I, I say this, you know, and I used to, <clears throat> you know, I'll I'll be honest. You know, my 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 grandmother was. Was a racist. And I think that she was a racist. I think her racism was spurned on the lack of being educated about other people and at the same time having oppression in her growth through the civil rights era. It's kind of like, OK, if these white people are going to do this to me, then screw them all. <clears throat> 
you know, and and, and I, I could never understand. I could never, ever understand, you know, especially when it was that close to home, um, you know, racism. Like to me, in my mind, racism is just not a thing. You know, you could be any person. And I'm going to talk to you like the last person, period. As long as it's all it to me, it just boils down to respect. That's it. As long as you respect me, I respect you. But even if you don't respect me, I'm never going to look at you less in the form of who you are, meaning your race. And to me, that's that's huge. And I think that that's where a lot of people have to change. I think a lot of people just really have to have to take a step back and realize that there's nothing really different between the different races and cultures and those and the differences that there are they're amazing differences there are things that we enjoy about each other you know i know plenty of 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 you know um white people who enjoy enthusiastically asian culture so much so that they you know deck their house out, you know, in, in, in a manner that looks like they're, you know, in, in some small apartment in Japan and, you know, and wear kimonos. And I mean, you know, I, I love, shoot, I love eating tacos and, you know, Chinese food. And I, I mean, what, what sense would it make if I thought that the providers of such amazing things in my life were less than me? That would just be wrong. That would be actually being a hypocrite, to be honest, you know, and, and that's something that we again, we have to stop living with hypocrisy and stop living with this, you know, singular understanding that only we or only only our circle matters. You know, we have to widen that. Honestly, not even widen the circle. We just need to eliminate it. We have to stop. We have to stop thinking of ourselves in these bunches and just start thinking of ourselves together. Because at the end of the day, we're like that. That's that's the thing that I don't understand. Like we're all human beings at the end of the day, human beings. That's what we are, human beings. And then we have to start educating. We got to educate. Because there are those who, you know, the form of what's going on in today's society, it's too far beyond them. They don't understand. They never will understand. But we have to we have to attempt to, at the very least, get them to recognize it. Because, you know, may, maybe you got a racist grand, grandpa or grandma or, you know, somebody who grew up with with a, a different view and again, I'm not I wouldn't put that I wouldn't put that I wouldn't put that against any individual. It's just the nature of the beast. We just have to change that nature. <clears throat> you know, and in changing it, it's just like I said, some, you know, in some it's just getting them to recognize. Listen, I know you grew up thinking like this. But the world has changed and what you think is not OK. I love you, but what you think is not OK. That's just it's just that simple to me. 
But, you know, there are more complex issues in the world that need to be dealt with on a, on a grander scale. You know, I think there's so many laws and legislations that, that need to be changed. You know, like I think that there has to be more done for the human race and not just for one type of people, <clears throat> you know. It's it's really hard. It's it's such a hard thing to even think about, you know, which is why for the most part, I try to close myself off from it because it's just it's such a huge deal and it's a huge weight. But it's 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 far too long that we address it and that we deal with it. And I, I really, really, really support and will do my part to make sure the change does happen. So there's that. Um, you know, the other thing that's been really crazy, you know, as far as me coming back and, and recording and getting back is the whole coronavirus thing. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's about as scared as I've been in the instance of something that's happened to the world than anything. I mean, yeah, you know, there's been, you know, the, you know, the bouts with, well, not really bouts, but you know, all these little scares about people having nukes and this and that, and you get, you get a little frazzled. You're like, Oh man, I mean, if they fire one off, it'll be really crazy. Um, but you know, that's just me being paranoid. But when you got something, when you have a pandemic that is unbiased in its approach and attack, you know, to human life, it's like I can't afford um, to just be careless in this in this act. And I'm going to be honest with you, even, even like I, I will comparatively tell you how I've been reacting to everything that's been going on recently. So like with the with the pandemic, I couldn't believe that it was happening in the moment that it was happening. I couldn't. I still remember my very last day in Starbucks. I'm I'm doing, you know, work on, you know, I at the time I was doing work on on relaunching the podcast then. And I was kicked out. And I said, "Okay, maybe they just got early closing hours because they're going to do something different with the store or something." I came back the next day and the store was closed. There was not a chair in sight. I said, what the heck is going on up in there? And then I started seeing it everywhere. And it really hit home when when they started closing entire shopping centers. I was like, whoa, what is what is really going on? And then, you know, that night we got that. uh, We got the uh, state emergency. You know, there was a ticker that came across on my phone, state emergency. This is what's happening. This is what you need to do. I mean, that 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 shook me. I mean, I immediately just froze up and I was I was lost, man. I was lost. And now it's you know, it's gotten better because I believe that we understand how to live with the precautions that have been set for us. But it is still very weird because there's there's so much less of everything 
you know, like that, that's the part that's still really hard to deal with. I still walk by the mall and it's just insane to watch, to look at a mall with no cars. You know, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying it's as bad as it was when it started. Cause I, I still, like I said, I still remember when it really first popped off around mid February, you know, early March you know, I could drive through a city and there was nothing. There was no one. Why was I out? I don't know. Maybe it's because I just really wanted to observe this thing firsthand because, you know, it's weird. But, you know, you can't really you can't really take it for face value when you're just sitting on your couch. So I definitely wanted to just be out there and see how this was affecting people. And, whoa, I mean, I've literally had a chance to see empty cities, just empty cities, not abandoned cities, just just cities where people just were not gathering. And and that's that's a good thing, you know. But it really got weird with the grocery stores, with the lines and stuff. My Lord, that was weird. Doesn't it doesn't happen as often as it did. You know, now I'm able to walk into a grocery store and be okay. You know, now I'm able to walk into a target more often than not. But it was scary to think like, yo, this could actually be reality like this could be reality. Like if we don't straighten this whole thing out, we could live like this forever. And now you're starting to see the transition. And I think it's a very ironic transition because um one of the things that I used to do growing up was I used to always snicker about how um, the Asian culture, you know, for the most part, they, they were very protective of their, you know, sense to not get sick. So they would wear the face mask coverings, you know, while they were on subways and walking down streets and whatever. And it used to just be a thing. Now we're all inclusive on that thing. Now everybody's wearing face masks. And it's become a standard. Well, you know, how, how crazy is that? And I mean, I, me, I still wear my mask. A lot of people are ditching them, but um, I think they're just I think they're ditching them in the more public setting of, of living. You know, because because I, I know for a fact that, you know, like with stores and stuff, you still can't. You still can't um, go in stores without them, which I think is really smart. But, you know, there's there's other stuff that I've just kind of been seeing and I'm just like, man, this is going to be weird. Like uh, like they just opened uh, a local um, uh, flea market, uh, you know, which is, they, you know, it's a standard flea market that's right down the street from my house. And, and, you know, it's huge, you know, people go in droves over there and they just recently opened that back up. And I'm just thinking, please let this just all be okay. You know, cause I definitely want to get back to normal, but I don't, I want to get back to normal the right way. You know, I don't want to get back to normal, ignoring things that we should, we evidently need to be paying attention to. I mean, hopefully it just all, you know, can get as low as it needs to get. And then we can just all safely continue to be as comfortable as we want to be in life. Cause I'll tell you right now, 
I miss going to the movies. That's one huge thing. I know my friend, he misses going to restaurants and just having casual conversation at a dinner table and just, you know, shooting the breeze, which, you know, again, yeah, that's that's a part of normal life. And these are things that you really don't realize that you have until they are taken away from you. That was that was the big thing for me. I didn't realize how much I, I you know, uh, enjoyed the library or enjoyed, you know, um, just walking into a store just to cruise. Now I don't now I don't cruise stores anymore. I literally go in and it's for the factor of buying what I need and then leaving. You know. And it's just really hard. It's really hard because I know like with how a lot of the stores are closed and a lot of restaurants have been closed. A lot of people are starting to open back up. That's something that I have been seeing. And I'm glad that they're doing it because, you know, what what the what the pandemic has done in a chain reaction is take people's livelihoods away. So like now people can't work because, you know, they can't be in 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 a mass, you know, of individuals and it's just also compromising. But that's what you know, what what we what we should have done, we did, which is think about ways to just do it in a more precautionary fashion. And now we just need to just make things, you know, easier. We need to open shopping centers back up. Just keep the distance. That's it. That's it. But I think I think one thing that's going to be really hard and th this is just my prediction. I think one thing that's going to make this hard is is kids. Kids. And the reason I think that it's going to be hard because of kids is because a lot of people don't like to take care of their kids. And what I mean is most, you know, and I've seen this firsthand. I used to work in restaurants and department stores and whatnot. And parents don't have much of a problem just letting their children free roam. And I don't think that you'll be able to do that in a new society like this one where the threat is your life. Because if you let your kid wander around and they happen to wander in front of a customer who actually is carrying this coronavirus and then your kid contracts it and takes it home with you guys and then you all get it. And then somebody has the unfortunate, you know, passing. It's like, man, this this is serious stuff. Like it doesn't seem serious because it's not happening to you. That's one of those things that I, I really enjoy to say because it is probably the most truth that I can I can offer to somebody who says, oh, this isn't real. No, it's not that it's not real. It's just not happening to you. Because it's happened to plenty of people. And, you know, it doesn't, you know, that like that's the one thing that I, that I hope people shake out of their minds. It just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it's not real. You know, because that that's that's the only thing that seems to make it a story. Oh, I had coronavirus or I knew of I had a friend who had it. You know, it's like, is that is that the only point where you're going to believe it and do the things that are necessary to keep yourself from getting it? You know, and I and I've seen I've seen plenty of people who were I guess you want to say they were supporters of, you know, getting places open and, you know, um, stop messing around as far as, you know, being at home and and 
then they contract the virus and then guess what they're shooting a video on youtube saying you guys got to be better at this you got to you guys got to um you know do do your part you know stay home because they realize how real it is it's it's like it's not it's not fake stuff man like this stuff is real and it will get you i mean me personally i have been like i said i wear my mask everywhere i go which is very few and far between places you know i don't really have too many places i need to be um and when i have to be in places where there's going to be you know larger crowds i mean i'm just very conscious of what aisles i go down when you know if it looks like an aisle that's a little too congested i just don't go down that one go all the way around come back later because one thing because one thing that I, I truly believe is that you know it's not just the mask that's going to save you you know with people I, I think people are losing that they're thinking oh because i'm wearing a mask i can just stand in other people's face and it's not going to matter no that's not it you know you have to take that mask then you have to keep your distance and you got to keep yourself sanitary you know that that's i that's the order that i'm thinking of it hopefully people do like i said hopefully people do enough and and we we beat this hopefully a vaccine comes around the corner that ought to be a really good thing to happen um one of the things that i know um that i've been really clamoring for is to just get back to sports because sports has been a huge thing for me. I really enjoy basketball, really enjoy football, really enjoy just really just enjoy just observing competition. And, you know, it's just been really crazy, like with the basketball, you know, being off of TV and now they're coming back and they have like some kind of system where they're going to work through getting through the remainder of the season. I'm just like, oh, man, this is this is weird, you know, and I mean, it's it's been weird all the way around. I mean, heck the class of 2020 didn't have a proper graduation like that is huge that's that it's uh it's historic in all the wrong reasons and ways it's like that should never happen but you know this this is life so what can you do um you know i again i think walking away from today you know i just want to say that I care about each and every one of you guys. You know, I do my podcast because I care. Because I want people to understand that, you know, I value their investment in me being entertaining in some way, shape, or form. Whether you think I am the craziest person that you've ever heard or you think I'm the most informative person that you've ever heard or whatever your buy-in is with what I'm bringing to the table as long as you're here I am grateful and I really do appreciate as I always have you know the nature of why people come to listen I've heard from a lot of you you know, and, and it's been really humbling, as I've said in the past, to just have people listening from all corners of the world. You know, and and that's that's been the biggest thing. And like I said, I don't care if I have 10 listeners or 10,000. Everybody makes a difference. 
And I'm proud to say that I'm here. I'm back. And this time I don't think I'm going anywhere. Notice the think I'm going anywhere. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's going to do it for me. Uh, hopefully when we get back into the next episode, we can talk a little bit lighter about some things. Cause I really do want to talk about, um, some of the stuff that's coming down the road. Some of the things like the Xbox one X, I want to talk about the PS five. I want to talk about these switch games been coming out and whether they're, uh, worth their money. And I want to talk about a host of other things. So stay tuned, stay informed, stay safe. And always remember, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys.